John chapter 4 and verse 19, the woman said unto him, speaking to Jesus, Sir, I perceive that thou art a prophet. Our fathers worshipped in this mountain. Ye say that in Jerusalem is the place where men ought to worship. Jesus saith unto her, Woman, believe me, the hour cometh when ye shall neither in this mountain nor yet at Jerusalem worship the Father. Ye worship, ye know not what. You don't know what you're worshiping. We, the Jews, know what we worship. For salvation is of the Jews. But the hour cometh, and now is, when the true worshipers shall worship the Father in spirit and in truth for the father seeketh such to worship him God is a spirit and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth and tonight my lesson is worship is a way of life everybody say a way of life Father, we love you today. Lord Jesus, I pray that you, O oh God, would anoint the words that I say, Lord. Help me not simply to be the outflow of my study, not simply be the, 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 the product of my uh, meditation. But Lord Jesus, I pray that you would breathe in these words. And Lord, fill them with life and spirit. Lord, cause them to speak to the hearts of your people. Lord Jesus, I pray that you would draw us to a greater understanding and appreciation for your work in our life. And everybody said in Jesus' name, you could be seated. Worship is a way of life. If you were to search your Bible and underline every time the word is mentioned in your Bible you would find 188 times this word is mentioned from the book of Genesis to the book of Revelation. Time after time you find this is a theme of, of significance to the believer. The very first time it's mentioned it is a picture of sacrifice. It's a picture of giving God your best, the thing that you love the most, the thing that embodies your hopes and dreams, even the very essence of your walk of faith. Abraham described what he was doing to his servants. I and the lad go yonder to worship. And he climbed that mountain with Isaac, fully intending to do what the Lord had told him to do, to take Isaac, his son Isaac, and offer him as a sacrifice the Lord was not looking for a human sacrifice he of Isaac but he was looking for a human sacrifice of Abraham that Abraham would give him all and when Abraham demonstrated his commitment to do what the Lord had asked to give him his hopes his dreams the essence the summation of his life of faith the Lord said now I know that that, that you have, will withhold nothing from me and I will truly bless you. So worship 
in this context really is where all of our life of faith begins. Our faith begins when we truly are willing to surrender our whole life to God. We're willing to give Him our sins and we're willing to give Him our struggles. We're willing to give Him our pain. We're willing to give Him our hopes and our dreams, our, our, our past. And ultimately, we're willing to give Him our future. That is the beginning of our life of faith. And specifically, it is an act of worship. Amen. When you uh, uh, confess, you profess, you call on the name of the Lord, no doubt that is an act of worship. Amen. When you repent of your sins, you realize that you are dirty and unclean and a sinner, and you ask the Lord to forgive you, and, 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 and you ask the Lord to help you, and you determine in your mind, by the help and grace of God, I'm going to do better. I'm going to walk in a better way, in a, in a different way. You repent, and you... You allow your faith to bring about obedience in your life. You get baptized in the name of Jesus. And the, the Bible says, for the forgiveness of your sins, and the Lord fills you with the Spirit. Amen. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, but that which is born of the Spirit is spirit. Marvel not, Jesus said, that you must be born again. And truly for us to offer the worship that God desires in this new covenant, you got to be born again because you can't see the kingdom. You can't enter the kingdom if you've not been given a new life that is in Christ Jesus. Worship. Worship is a relinquishing of our, of our life. It is that beginning moment. But in real terms, it's a, it is a humble surrender to God. 1 Corinthians chapter 6 and verse 19. What? Everybody say, what? Know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost which is in you, which ye have of God, and ye are not your own? For ye are bought with a price, therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which is God's my breath you do that with me my breath if I let it if I use it it can be a mechanism of worship David said in Psalms 150 let everything that hath breath praise ye the Lord in one verse it says let everything that has breath and every breath of life Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. The, the simple mechanism of inhalation and exhalation. We do it all day long. We do it every day. We do it unconsciously. We don't have to tell ourselves to breathe. It is something that we do simply by the uh, natural... Uh, uh, instinct that is inside of us when a baby is born if it doesn't start breathing they will usually just to be sure they will spank the baby on the backside and you'll hear that squeal and that baby will begin to breathe not just that fluid that was inside the mother but it will begin to breathe air it's a picture the natural birth is a picture of the spiritual birth 
in the natural birth, you're born in water. I've heard people say that that, that baptism is 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 the the uh, your, your your baptism of water is the natural birth. No, the Bible says you got to be born again. And the, the the natural birth, you have water and spirit in the natural birth. There's water in your mother's womb, and when you're born into the world, you breathe your air. You have water and spirit in your natural birth. When you're born again, the the water is baptism. And the Spirit is the Holy Ghost. Somebody say, praise God. Amen. And so, so when, when in the very act of breathing, the inhalation and the exhale, exhalation, it can be, if we're mindful of it, can be an exaltation of God in our life. I read an article, in fact, was the genesis of this meditation that is the message that I'm bringing to you today. It was a rabbi was asked a question. I've, I've, I've heard that Jews are taught never to enter a church building. The rabbi responds and says, I have never knowingly entered a church building. And an, a, an explanation was asked and he said, A Christian house of worship in Jewish eyes is more than just a building. It is a place where Christianity is palpable. It pervades the very walls and space of the church and it gives and gives it its unique character. To a person of faith, this has serious ramifications. One cannot simply enter a church without some aspect of the church entering you. To put it another way, by entering a church, one enters into a Christian religious experience that's a Jew talking and so no doubt a church building doesn't save you but when you come to the house of the Lord you find all throughout the Old Testament there is this understanding if I can simply make it to the house of the Lord if I can just get into the house of the Lord you find people grabbing a hold of the horns of the altar. You find them uh, believing, oh, if I could just uh, get in the house of the Lord. And there were miracles. There was mercy. There was uh, lives that were affected by, by getting into the place that was designated for the Lord. And no doubt that's even more true today. But I'm not talking to you simply about coming to church it's a wonderful thing the Bible says forsake not the assembling of yourselves together as the manner of some is that sounds like that was written for 2021 and 2022 if there's a revelation people need to have today forsake not the assembling of yourselves together as the manner of some is I'm preaching to the choir amen I celebrate the fact that you made your way out to the house of God I know you're tired I know you you had to had to hurry to get here you're probably sitting there on the pew tired but thank God amen there is a house of God standing here on the corner of 34 30 what now 3453 Spring Ridge Road. I know it, just my brain took a blank. 
does that sometimes. Right here, it is, it is no doubt, it is a testimony of sacrifice. It's a testimony of giving. It's a testimony of faithfulness. And it's Wednesday nights like tonight. It's cold outside. Amen. And everybody probably had a reason not to be here. Some people here today aren't here today because they had a reason not to be here. But there's always a faithful few. Amen. There's something inside of them says, i got to get into the house of the Lord because one of the acts of worship is simply coming to the house. The Jews stay away because they don't believe in Jesus. But the believers come together because we do believe in Jesus. I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. And if you're here, you might as well praise God. Can we do that right now? Thank you, Jesus, Lord. I praise you today. Amen. Colossians 3 and verse 15. You know, worship is no doubt something that we connect to externally. In the house of the Lord, we connect to the Lord. Amen. In a physical way, we walk through the doors. We are in the foyer. We come in the sanctuary. We sit on the pews. We clap our hands. We listen to the music. We sing songs. And we're doing this in a public space. We're doing this together. And no doubt it is important. I don't want to in any way minimize the importance of that. But I believe that worship in the Lord and spirit and truth can be so much more than simply something we do at a particular set time, at a particular location where we come at a certain designated time. But, but worship in the Lord and spirit and truth, it really can be with every breath I breathe, with every move I make, with every thought that I think. Lord God, with every word that I speak, Lord God I, I belong to you I am not my own I have been bought with the price praise the Lord God my Savior my healer my helper because worship is a way of life amen you know there is a there is a, a, a adage a saying uh, knowledge is power and it is that, that, that there's, there's not a truer statement when you know something it gives you access to be able to do some things and appreciate some things that you can't do if you're ignorant. Amen. If you were not from this world and you walked and you happened to didn't know how to open the door, <laughs> you don't. I mean, you, how, how do you get in this building? You know, maybe you know might eventually figure out what those handles are for. But would you know what those little plastic things on the wall are for? Would you know what those gadgets on the wall are for? You know, it's so much in our life that, that, that we may not be aware of. And maybe we're aware of, but we're not, we're not really aware. We're not really cognizant. We're not mindful of it. Colossians 3 says, let the, the peace of God, verse 15, and let the peace of God rule in your heart. Amen. Everybody say, the peace of God is in my heart. But i got to let it rule my heart. Let the peace of God rule your hearts. God is not going to take what you are focused on and what you're worried about. Amen. I have in my, my mind just grabbing somebody off of a throne and throwing them down on the ground and 
jumping up in the chair. You have got to take whatever is on the throne of your heart and you got to remove them and say, Lord, I want you to sit. I want the peace of God. I want the peace of God rule in my heart to that to that the which also ye are called in one body and be ye thankful. Amen. Thankfulness is a decision we make. Thank you, Jesus. And, and sometimes it's easy to be thankful when, you know, you found money you didn't know was in your pocket. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. It's easy to be thankful when somebody cooks your steak just right. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. It, when, when, you, when your wife kisses you real sweet, thank you, Jesus. When your kids do something nice to you, thank you, Jesus. It's natural for us to have a thankful heart, but, but ultimately where, where it really counts is when we're thankful in the midst of situations that aren't something we would pray for. Thank you, Jesus. Because every diversion, every... Uh, 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 distraction every every calamity everything that comes our way we must embrace the fact that the steps of a good man are ordered of the Lord and there may be a detour there there may be a closed door there may be an enemy that's facing us but we need to understand that we live in a reality it's not just happy thinking it's a reality and we know and we know and we know that all things work together for the good to them that love God and are called according to his purpose amen so if there's something bad happening in your life we know something everybody else doesn't know this is going to work out this is going to work out this is going to work out because I know I love God Look at your neighbor and say, I know I love God. It's going to work out, baby. It's going to work out, children. Everything's going to be all right. Amen. There's some things we need to, to remind ourselves that in the midst of calamities and difficulties and discouragements and temptation, we have to remind ourselves to be thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom. Verse, verse 16. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom. Say that with me. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom. I got there, there it is. Say it with me. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom. How can I let the word of Christ dwell in me richly? Amen. I can read it. I can read it, I can listen to it, I can meditate on it. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. You're doing one of the ways the word of Christ can dwell in you richly. You're listening to, to someone expound on the word of God. Amen. And if the Lord will help it, it'll be rich. Thank you, Jesus. Teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. Singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord verse 17 and whatsoever you do everybody say everything whatsoever you do everybody say everything whatsoever you do 
in word or deed. Amen. Whether you're getting up in the morning, whether you're going to work, whether you're in the midst of work, amen, everything you do can be an act of worship if you decide to worship God with it. Do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God and the Father by him. Amen. I'm telling you that if we recognize, amen, you are an agent of Jesus Christ. You are an ambassador of the kingdom of God. Amen. And that when you when you fully embrace that truly everywhere you go God is with you everywhere you go miracles are in your hands everywhere you go you've got the word of faith amen you've got the gifts of God inside of you but you've got to be mindful of the fact I am not my own I am bought with the price amen I'm going to worship God in the name of Jesus I love you Jesus I thank you Jesus Amen. I'm reminded of the fact that, you know, I spent a lot of time with my dad as a, as a kid. My dad was a contractor, and I was free help. Hallelujah. Hey, Dad, if you're watching this, you still owe me some. Hallelujah. <laughs> Just kidding. Amen. He did buy me a few chicken nuggets along the way. Amen. I spent a lot of time with my dad. And, and I'll be honest, I didn't really appreciate some things about my dad when I was working with him amen but it, it, all through the day we'd be working or he'd be driving down the road and, and he'd just, just say thank you Jesus praise the Lord I love you Jesus amen it was, it was a part of his respiration it was a part of his conscious mind it, it may have sounded offhand, but it was it, I remember it it was, it was a part of him it, and, and, and God forbid if somebody stopped for a minute and gave him just a little bit of time for him to start talking and he'd just get to talking and he'd talk about Jesus. Amen. He'd talk about Jesus. Amen. I don't know how many times I, I, I was mad at my dad because I was ready to get home and play outside and my daddy would be in there talking about Jesus. Amen. I may not appreciate it then, but I do appreciate it now. Because I realize, amen, he really did love the Lord. Amen. He had some difficulties, amen. But you know, the difficulties, amen, the Lord worked it all out. God works it out. But I don't believe everything works out for the good to everybody. Amen. For someone that doesn't love God, everything don't work out for good. And loving God isn't just something you say. Loving God is something you do. Amen. The command to love God is to love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy mind, with all thy strength. And if you're not following the Lord's command and describing how we love God, you don't love God. God's the one that defines love. God defined it. Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy mind, with all thy strength. If you're not loving the Lord that way, you don't love God because he gave us the definition. If you want everything to work out all right, make sure. Amen. I love you, Jesus. I don't just love you with my words, but Lord, I love you with my heart. I love you with my mind. I love you with my passion. I love you with my strength. I love God. I wake up in the morning. Thank you, Jesus. I go to bed at night. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. When I eat my chicken nugget, thank you, Jesus. First Thessalonians 5 and 18. In everything. Give thanks. Everybody say, thank you, Jesus. 
in everything. I, 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 Brother Ryan, I must be hungry. Amen. I did see that Sonny's open today. Uh, uh, I've been fasting since I ate last. I have fasted some. Anyway, I said Sonny's open today. I close at 9, so if I get through, I might be able to go get me a barbecue sandwich. Somebody say, thank you, Jesus. Amen. I thank God today that he has invited me to live this way of life. There's no better life than living for God. Amen. You can't get richer than, than, than a child of God <laughs> that's living for God because you can be content with the things wherewith you have because the joy of our life is not determined by the size of our paycheck the joy of our life is not determined by the kind of car that we drive amen there's a joy that comes by serving Jesus <laughs> somebody say praise God do you know you can be in the midst of hell on earth and you can get joy by just giving God praise how many times have I come to church and left church and nothing really changed except the Lord come down and changed my life, changed my mind, changed my perspective and let me know everything's going to be all right. Thank you, Jesus. God's going to see me through. Thank you, Jesus. I'm telling you, living for God, committing our life completely to God. I don't belong to myself. I want God's will in my life. Amen. I don't care, Lord Jesus. I would rather... A dwell I would rather be a doorkeeper in the house of God than to have all the stuff this world offers in the big things in the little things praise the Lord because really worship is the way of life can we worship him right now in the name of Jesus praise ye the Lord Praise ye the Lord. Clap your hands, all ye people. Shout unto God with a voice of triumph. Praise ye the Lord. Can we stand together and give the Lord a hand? Praise. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. You know, sometimes it's possible to be dissatisfied with the blessings of the Lord. It's possible to forget that what you've got is so much better than so many other people and you can become dissatisfied and you can become distracted and you can become discouraged because you don't even realize how good you got it. How's that happen? You just, you ain't thinking right. <laughs> Right? That's what that song, I think they meant, they sang some of that uh, 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 Sunday. When I think of the goodness of Jesus and all that he's done for me, my soul cries out, hallelujah, praise God for saving me. Sing it with me. When I think of the goodness of Jesus and all that he's done for me my soul cries out hallelujah praise God for saving me
Amen. I know tonight I preach to the choir, but I want to encourage the choir today. Keep praising God. Keep praising God. Amen. Be reminded that no weapon that is formed against you shall prosper. If, if Jesus be for you, it doesn't matter who is against you. God's going to bring you through. God's going to provide for you. God's going to bless you. God's going to help you because you are the sheep of God. He is your shepherd and God's going to bless you because he's a God that loves you. He's concerned about you. He's going to lead you. He's going to guide you. And somebody say praise God. Hallelujah. One more time, let's give the Lord a praise. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name, amen. Uh, Saturday night prayer, 5 o'clock. Uh, Sister Jennifer, i uh, sure would like this to announce the next Tuesday night, I believe, is a ladies' Bible study. Is it, oh, so it's not next week. It's the following week. Okay. And Sunday we have a bridal shower for Naomi. And.